Throughout the entire pandemic, there was optimism that things would go back to normal in the fall. With the fall semester weeks away for colleges and universities, it's clear that things are not yet normal. While schools elsewhere have decided to risk in-person instruction, California hasn't. Here's what the fall 2020 semester will look like. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Gary Robbins, you cover higher education for the San Diego Union-Tribune, and this has been a really fluid story with rules changing left and right. Can you walk us through the strategies that universities were taking to try to reopen kind of earlier in the pandemic? Walk us through how we got here. Well, a lot of the universities thought that the pandemic would be brought under control. You know, we flattened the curve in San, in San Diego and California. Things were beginning to look better. So a lot of the uni- universities planned to try to bring people back to campus this fall, students back. Um, schools like UC San Diego thought, well, maybe we won't be able to have all of the classes in person, uh, but we would have a lot of them. And in fact, all of those schools thought about that, and they were working really hard toward it. But this big surge that's been going on has just scuttled all of those plans. Um, The University of San Diego, which is private, and Point Loma Nazarene University, which is also private, announced just in the past two days that they're going to have to do um, entirely online classes this fall because the state and the county simply haven't been able to tell them how many people will be able to meet in a certain place at a certain time. Um, And they had to tell their students something because students were getting ready to move back. Now, a lot of students will, will move back to dormitories here in San Diego County and take mostly online uh, courses. That's just how odd it is. Um, mm-hmm. But they're doing that because a lot of students don't want to study at home. There's not a good environment for them. It's not quiet. And they can't have any feel of the college experience. So you have this really weird situation where in a lot of places in San Diego, you're going to have college students paying full tuition and for um, housing and yet they're mostly taking online courses. Mm -hmm. And uh, given that most colleges and universities had a little bit of practice when it comes to online learning in the spring, how would you characterize how prepared they will be come the fall? Have we kind of gotten past the ropes at this point, or is it still going to be kind of rocky, do you think? I think in some areas it's going to be rocky. It was particularly rocky um, this spring at the University of California campuses, including San Diego. The UC system put out a um, report about that and said there were a lot of problems. In some cases, universities didn't even have the right kind of equipment to do what they needed to do. For example, you and I are talking in the way we're talking. Um, we use Zoom, but the universities didn't have the right microphones or the right webcams to carry out the classes in the way they wanted to. A lot of students also don't want to take all or most of their education online. It can be very isolating. It can cause a lot of loneliness. You become just this little square on a screen rather than a person sitting in a classroom where you can freely interact with people. So there's that. Um, The universities have uh, spent a lot of money and time in trying to make it better. The University of San Diego, for example, spent over a million dollars putting cameras in its classrooms with the idea that if they had to do more online, uh, they would do it better. And if they had to do hybrids where kids would come in and some would go into the classroom, but some would go some say somewhere else and watch it online, the experience would be better. But still, online is online. It's just not the same experience. And kids, kids miss that. And I talk to faculty who miss it as well. Mm-hmm. 
And what are you hearing from students? What is their primary concerns when it comes to paying full tuition for not what they signed up for? Well, college is so expensive. I mean, uh, the majority of students have to uh, have some form of uh, financial aid. Uh, they need to depend on their parents. In a lot of cases, they need to work. So the more expensive something is, the worse off they are. I mean, for a lot of people, it's not for everybody, but for many people. And things are not cheap. I mean, tuition at the University of San Diego is $50,000. Um, and, you know, that doesn't include um, the cost of housing. That's tuition. So kids, like everybody else, are just trying to get by. And with the pandemic, there are also fewer jobs available for them to get to help pay the bills and fewer jobs for their parents. I mean, look at the economic data that we saw released in the last 24 hours in the United States where the, um, you know, the economy is doing very, very poorly. And that affects people's ability to pay for things, to concentrate and focus on what they're trying to do. Yeah, I just heard on a podcast last night that kind of in response to this, one of the ideas is uh, bringing back the Civilian Conservation Corps. So people who are out of work could have something to do. So it's kind of crazy that we're going back to, you know, Great Depression ideas when it comes to this pandemic, because those economic indicators are not good. That hits home with me when you say that, because my father was employed by the CCC in Bar Harbor, Maine uh, during the Great Depression. That saved a lot of people's lives. It gave them enough money to get by until they could get out of the Great Depression. Um, so I'm not entirely surprised to hear that it might be used today because the numbers are just bad and so many people are out of work or without enough work to get by. And I know there's a lot of anxiety on the part of parents going like, how am I going to pay to help for this at a time where I don't know if my job exists tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And going back to colleges and universities, let's kind of walk through what the different strategies schools are taking. Uh, let's start with the Cal State system. What's their situation? So the California State University system announced some time ago that most of their classes will be online. Some of the lab courses will be uh, in person, but the majority will be online. Um, even though this would sound like it might save them some money in various costs, actually it really doesn't. I talked to San Diego State University yesterday. I talked to their, their financial people and their enrollment director. This has cost the university $67 million. Um, between COVID, the cost of getting ready, the cost of lost revenue uh, from um, a shortage of people in dorms, for example. Um, if things had been normal for this fall, San Diego State would have had 7,500 kids in dormitories. This fall, it'll have maybe 2,700. So there's a, a loss of a lot of money there as, as a result of that and a loss of experience. Um, so both San Diego State and Cal State San Marcos, which is about half the size, um, they'll do it mostly online. Um, the two privates will do it mostly online. UC San Diego is still leaning in. They're still trying to bring a lot of people back and have 30% in person. But the university says, we just don't know if we can do it. It, you know, they're subject to the same strictures from the federal government and the state government and the county government that anybody else faces. So they're going to have far fewer people in the dormitories as well. And they have a lot of dorm spaces, but still. Um, they're also worried about a downturn in um, international enrollment. So if you're from outside of California, you pay twice as much to go to a UC campus. UC San Diego had about 500, 600 international students just over 10 years ago. Today it has almost 9,000. Now they increased that for a lot of different reasons, but one of them was entirely financial. 
um, taxpayers in California have really refused to make up for the cuts that have been made into the University of California system funding. That, afford, that forced the campuses to look elsewhere for revenue, so they look to international students. Um, almost 6,000 of these students are from China. The United States' relationship with China is horrible right now. Uh, a lot of people are afraid to come to the United States um, because they think, I could just get here and A, be quarantined, or get here and things change right away and I have to go back to my home country. So a lot of people just won't do it. And the United States is also facing pressure from other countries, like Canada is working really hard to um, recruit international students. They're trying to take some of the students that might otherwise go to the United States. So you could see a significant fall off in enrollment at UC San Diego, which hurts in a lot of ways because it's not just the brain power they bring into the classroom. A lot of these international students are in STEM fields. They work in the laboratories on engineering, medicine, health sciences, physics. Um, so if that number goes down significantly, oh, that's really gonna hurt UC San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like looking back both at the international student issue and the pandemic is that these are two things that really make decision making difficult because everything's in flux. Things could change at any moment. And college is an investment that kind of requires a multi-year dedication that you can actually get from point A to point B. So do you worry that this pandemic may actually cause, you know, college to not be worth it in the short term just because things could change so much? So it depends on what we define as a shorter term. When I talked to the people at San Diego State yesterday, and these people were working so hard to, to solve the problem, they explained that they have a $67 million shortfall, but for one year, they can cover that by not spending in a certain area and doing a variety of things, and they had some reserve funds. So they can cover that for one year. But what happens if the pandemic goes into next year? It's possible. I mean, we were partway towards solving it, and now here, look at where we are now. So if it goes into next year, the financial problems that it causes for the universities could be crippling. It could um, force them to really reduce the size and variety of uh, curriculum choices that, that they offer to students. It can make it harder for students um, to get the classes they, that they need to graduate on time. And, you know, anytime you delay time to graduation, that is a big financial loss for the student and their parents. So it is a serious worry. Hmm. And just like everything with the pandemic, it's a real domino effect in which everything kind of slows down if one small piece falls in the wrong space. It does. So, you know, I don't have statistics to back it up specifically, but if you go to the um, the stores around San Diego State University, for example, you know, that's in a community. Uh, they really cater to students there. There are fewer students around. That means there are a few stu fewer students going into 7-Eleven and to the restaurants and into the bars and into the clothing stores. The same thing is different in a different level at um, UCSD. That means, you know, there's potentially far less, fewer people going to UTC. Um, these, these campuses contribute significantly to the economies of where they're located. Um, USD, I mean, you go all around that campus, some of the housing that's not, not school housing across the street, you know, that's a deal with um, the private sector uh, for some of that housing. So they could be affected in the number of people that they have renting. Um, Cal State um, uh, San Marcos, there's been that big building boom right up on the edge of campus. The, the, the economic sector, the business sector has been really building up 
to the edge of campus because the campus has grown so fast and so well that people want to be part of it and get their franchises situated right now. So if enrollment stalls or goes down or, or there's less money, it's going to hurt everybody economically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess looking forward, um, when are we expecting to uh, learn more about different plans when it comes to uh, fall 2020? Is everything kind of set in stone at this point, or are we going to expect to hear kind of more detailed plans and information in the coming weeks from various universities? I think the next two weeks are going to be particularly busy because they're going to have to work out exactly how many people actually want to come live in a dorm and take online classes. That could affect um, demand by students. We'll know within two weeks whether UC San Diego is going to be forced into going to all online classes. That's a possibility. They have a little bit more time because they don't open for the fall until late September. These other schools typically open in August. In fact, uh, UC USD, I think, was supposed to open on August 17th. So a lot of people were kind of literally beginning to pack their bags to come here. All of the details have not been worked out. Um, so they're going to have to figure out how many units of various courses and how many faculty they're going to need for that. Um, are they still going to offer tests for students, for, for example, um, COVID-19 tests? So there's a lot that is just unsettled. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a parent of a college student or a college student that has a tip or a concern, what's the best way of getting a hold of you? Oh, uh, simply send me an email, um, Gary Robbins, excuse me, Gary.Robbins at SDUnionTribune.com. Also, if you look at our online site, there are, there are links to my email on all the digital stories. And my email is also published um, uh in the print paper as well. And anybody who's watching this, I'm so glad you brought this up. We have a big story coming out in about two weeks about you know going back to college for the fall. We wanna to talk to students, but we also want to talk to parents. You know, parents lose something out here too. They work for 20 years of their life roughly to save money, to get their kid in college, to get them ready for college. They have that hope. Many of them want them, their kids to have the experience they have, but this fall, most of them aren't going to be dropping their kid off for the regular experience. Everything has profoundly changed. So I really would like parents of college students in San Diego County to uh, call me and email me. My phone number, 714-642-5218. I really do want to hear from people. All right, Gary Robbins, thank you so much. Thank you. Despite warnings from county health officials, several gyms across San Diego County are operating in defiance of the public health orders. One such gym, the gym in Pacific Beach, was closed after an outbreak of COVID-19 was found to have occurred there. Today, the county confirmed another five outbreaks, all in restaurants or bars. There are currently 28 outbreaks identified, which is many times higher than the trigger number of seven. Another 381 cases were confirmed, bringing the region's case total to 28,688. Another six deaths have been confirmed, bringing the death toll to 558. The San Diego Union-Tribune is hosting a contest to create the best public service announcement to remind people to stop the spread of COVID-19. We're soliciting listeners like you to come up with the best PSA for print, digital, or video. 
The winner of the contest will get a grand prize of $2,500 and their PSA will be published in the UT in various formats. The winner will also have the opportunity to be a guest on Fox 5 San Diego's Morning News. You have until August 16th to submit. For more details, go to uniontrip.com slash stop the spread. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. This podcast is made possible by subscribers to the San Diego Union Tribune. As we live through this momentous time in history, the truth and facts matter. If you are not yet a subscriber, please go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.